Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Tonight, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, should I give my seat to a family so they can sit together on a plane? Yes. And is it okay to use the communal microwave to heat up my fishy lunch at work? No. No. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not usual agony ants, are we William Hansen? The UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more sure and steady. You're more rough and ready. It's from Stephen Willis. Thank you very much. Um, Should we toast? Yes, let's do do it. Do you want to do the gin? I'll do the de bonnet. Uh, And let's toast uh, the winners of last week's Steve Raspagna competition, uh, which we met on our weekend release, Amy and Amelia. So not only do you get to come to Benidorm with us, you get the toast as well. So there we go. Also... An additional chance... Of victory. Have you heard there may be a Gene Diva in the EastEnders and Coronation Street writers' room? Yes. So I think it... two Gene Divas. I don't think they write for both. Because I'm fairly sure the other programme wouldn't like that. Yeah, but two separate ones. Yes. Yeah, because w- somebody ordered a Gene Diva on EastEnders. They didn't order a Gene Diva. So somebody ordered a Gene Diva on EastEnders. <laughs> yes. And somebody ordered one on Corrie as well, didn't they? They ordered a Gin and a Bonnet, I think, on EastEnders and a Bonnet on Coronation Street in bas- basically the same week. What? I know. What is going... There's a Gene Diva in the writer's room. I think there is. So if you are listening, said Gene Diva, you can stay anonymous. Yeah. Get in touch. As long as in about six months' time someone asks for a potato peeler, <laughs> we'll know it's then you. we'll know. But also, did you see mm. on Park Life? Park Life? And for the Cortinas Festival. There was a... What's Park Life? There was a list of things you couldn't bring in. And okay. lots of people tagged me in it. And oh, right yes. at the end yeah, it I said, did, yeah. no potato peelers. No. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of... We're like... <laughs> I think they don't like our podcast. We've got little G and Divas, like, 
in yeah. all walks of life. Oh, they're everywhere. But it said, yeah, no flares. It's not the 70s. No, it's a good <laughs> no <laughs> knives, no drugs. And right at the end of the list, it said no potato, no potato peelers. Peeler. You probably could do a lot of damage with a potato peeler, to be honest. So. We'll do then the weekend release. <laughs> G and Divas. Walk amongst us. Yes. Well, let's toast Amy and Amelia, as I say, our, our Diva Spania with Amazon Music competition winners from last week. There'll be another chance to enter during this episode. Cheers. They're like spies in the mm. Cold War. Well, let me tell you, I've, a few have come up to me. I mean, I, oh, I, not a day goes by where someone doesn't come up to me and says something nice normally. Oh, really? Yeah. And if, and if it gets to about six o'clock and no one said nothing, I say to Mikey, I go, just come up to me and pretend you're a fan. Oh. <laughs> I don't. That's not true. Um, remember, we're doing Diva Espana with Amazon Music on Sexted My Boss. As part of our fifth birthday celebrations, we're having a long weekend of sexted shenanigans. <clears throat> what? Just ha- Can we please change that word? We're having a long weekend of sexted shenanigans in Benidorm. And the best bit is, you must have heard by now, you can join in the fun. Me, William, and producer Ben. And you could be there. Producer Benidorm. Us. Producer Benidorm. He's sorry. a brand. Um, yeah. We, we've um, got some... And I'll do that. I'm, I, I think I'm having a bit of an epiphany okay. with Benidorm. Right. In that I am really looking forward to learning a bit more Spanish. And I think Benidorm is the opportunity <laughs> for me to learn some Spanish. Because my French is, you know, conversational French. I mean, very limited conversation. Right. Conversations with a six-year-old. But for my Spanish, I know nothing other than ole and hola. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Benidorm. But no, but I want to learn more. Uh, yeah. Please, may I have the bill? Can we order a stretcher for my friend? So, you know, <laughs> that's a good one. You know, most of the bars and restaurants are run by British people. Yes, but they've obviously been out there a long time. So they've obviously, you know, learnt another tongue. Yeah, I bet some of them do speak Spanish. Mm. A lot of their children do because they went to Spanish schools and stuff. Oh. So, yeah, they could help you, but you don't really need to learn that much Spanish. Okay. Funnily enough, someone came up to me in Maraid in the street yeah. um, last week. They were two French people, and they asked us where Buckingham Palace were, but they couldn't speak a word of English. So Maraid decided to just, like... They asked Maraid where yeah, Buckingham Palace is. They just decided to just decided <laughs> to wheel off all the GCSE French. And she started speaking to me in French, and I said, what have you just said to them? She went... Basically, I told him that I have a sister and we like to go to the cinemas at weekends. <laughs> I was like, is that what you just said? She's like, sure, that's all I know in French. So I don't think they got to Buckingham Palace, but she, I think they knew her name was Maraid. And that she's got a sister and she likes to go to the cinema. At weekends. Nice. There you go. Well, lovely. Well, hello to those tourists if you're listening. Um, yes, so don't forget, at some point in today's episode, you're here, producer Benidorm's Big Bing Bong, and uh, you'll have the Diva Spaniard code and you can enter this week. Is this the penultimate week? Yeah. So you've only got this week and next week to enter. If you have entered previously, you can enter again. Times I've said that. You don't just have to enter once. Plus there's... Oh! Attention, oh, it's now! Divas. Hi, guys. Wow. <laughs> Your Diva Spaniard code to enter the prize draw is... 31K3. 
Oh, there we go. There's your Diva Spania code. If you want to enter the prize draw, just go to saxtedmyboss.com and pop in your details. Saxted? Did I? Did, did you I? say saxted? Oh, did I? oh, I don't know. How long have we been doing this? Yeah, so the code is 31K3. That's 31K3. How do you enter again, William? Uh, sex- sextedmyboss.com. This entry code will work from the 27th of June until the end of the day on the 2nd of July, 2023. So if you're listening back to old episodes of Sexted in years to come, hello, but you're too late. All the T's and C's are on the website too, and you can only enter if you're in the UK. So sorry to all our international gene divas. I'm worried that people will be like listening back to these in two years' time. Yeah, we've fallen out. And you're probably <laughs> like, I might have died in Benidorm or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be like you and Daryl Morris here or something like that. <laughs> our friend Darryl. Oh, sorry, I've got my backup lined up. Yeah. So, oh, have you? Yeah. Who would it be? I'm not telling you. I think Daryl would be a good replacement. Yeah. Yeah. It would be more political with Daryl. No, well, he doesn't do all politics. But I'm just worried, like, imagine people now are listening in the future two years. Mm. And I decided, which I always do when I'm on holiday, I decided to stay out there and open a little bar. Oh, really? And just gave everything up. Jordan's going to give it all up in Benidorm. I'll have that Belfast sink in Benidorm before you know it. <laughs> uh, there's also a second chance to win it's this no week. no way to talk about Maraid. If you listen to us on Amazon Music, we've dropped an ad-free episode with another code on that feed. So you've got double the chances. I chose to ignore you. <laughs> double, double the chances to win thanks to Amazon love Music. That. So just basically download the Amazon Music app. It takes two minutes, mm. if that, and you can listen on there. Uh, and if you miss out this time, don't worry. There are more places on the plane to be won next week. Good yes. luck. Good luck. Where were we? I'm all over the gaff today. I know. With that, it doesn't come so soon in the episode normally. How yeah. has your week been? Yeah, it was good, thank you. What have you done? So I had my barbecue at the weekend. Yes. None of you came to, thanks. No, but oh. you invited us, but you invited us quite last minute. Two weeks notice. Yeah, hello, we live in London. Yeah, it's Okay, so. get oh. it in 11 weeks early. Oh, get lost. Um, James and... Um, Chelsea. Chelsea. I always want to to call her, because I call her cheap now, don't I? I know, She's a cheap holiday expert on Instagram and uh, Exactly. So now she's just known as cheap. Um, They came, and it it was great. In fact, to be fair, we had half a Capital FM there. Yes, I saw some of the clips that various people put on their their stories. You put a few. Beer pong. Yes. It was at that point Mikey and I turned to each other and went, thank God we were unavailable. (laughs) Um, can it I, seemed very laddie. Yeah, can I just, all the lads, Hugh, I, James Robinson, Jimmy Hill. <laughs> you can't get a more laddie group if you tried. <laughs> the barbecue went well. We cooked way too much food. So really? I've been having leftover barbecue all this week. I'm having well, left, that's not bad. I'm having a leftover chicken Caesar barbecue salad tonight. Hang on. Chicken Caesar barbecue salad. Mm. You did chicken Caesar on the barbecue? No, I did chicken and I'm making a salad. Oh, I see. Jesus. Oh, I see. It's barbecue chicken Caesar yeah. salad. Yeah, barbecue chicken Caesar okay, salad. Okay, that's the order. Um, but can I just say as well, anybody listening right now, don't do beer pong. It just all ends in tears. Started off fun and then... Tear pong. Tear pong. And they... Um, can you just let me do a story Sorry. without you interrupting me and trying to be <laughs> trying to do a pun? Um, no, I'm joking. No, I'm no I'll just sit here. <laughs> no, I feel bad. It, um, it, it ended in tears, pretty much. And people get really aggressive. Mainly the lads... A C bomb was dropped, mm. and it wasn't a it wasn't a casual C bomb. It was a U C bomb. So we had to take a little mini break. <laughs> Everyone had to have a sit down. Then I poured some drinks, and then we, because it was one all, we had to play the final game at eleven o'clock at night. And I was finding ping pong balls bloody everywhere. It was like Sticky Vicky from Benidorm. 
Honestly, standing up next to it. Even now, I'll go in and get a mug from Bloody Cupboard and there's a ping pong ball in there. <laughs> yeah, you may speak. Thank you. Um, did, what are the rules of beer pong, having never played it? We've just got to get the ball into the cup. And if it lands in, you'd shut it. But other people play it differently. Is there liquid in the cup? Yeah. So it, if it lands in that cup, you drink, you down whatever's in that cup. Can you not play it with like Evian? No. You play okay. it with beer or shots. Vitell? Some, some like, some say it's got to go straight in. Some say you're allowed to bounce. Some say you can have an, an unlimited bounces. Towards the end, we were like, just because it was dragging on, just get it in. Right. Yeah. Um, it's very stressful doing a barbecue. Is it? Yeah. It's quite easy, isn't it? Especially when you've got to clean the house and everything. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, and um, it was it was. But you posted a photograph of you with your little your cleaning trug. Yes, yes. Did my little big Saturday basically turned into Wendy. There was pledge. Did you see my message? I saw saw the pledge in your uh, in On your, your shoes. Yeah, in your cleaning trug. <laughs> but it was good. It's but it is quite stressful doing a barbecue. Mm. But I, I thanks. Well, to, well done. Thanks to everyone that came. All my friends from Capital FM <laughs> that came. I thought Jamie and Amanda were going to show up at one point. Well, they're Heart FM. Yeah, it's the same company, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but okay. Sorry. I love it. Can I just say, I love Amanda Holden. So, Jake... I know. Who, tracksuit Jake. It was nice to see him, not in a tracksuit at yours, actually. So, Jake, who was there... I I know Jake and Sean. Sean works on Capital. Jake works on Heart. We mm. met... Um, anyway, they've always got you on as a guest. Jake absolutely loves you. I love Jake. And what he said... You said something to him like... Well, oh, you said to him, Jake, first of all, he says, it's amazing that you come in and every time you remember everyone's name, you said to him, and I quote, Jake, have you been promoted? And he went, yeah, I have, as it goes. Why? He went, well, you're not wearing a tracksuit, so I gathered. Because <laughs> every time I normally goes in, go in, he was there controlling the desk and he was wearing a, he was wearing a tracksuit. And then when I went in last time for the coronation, I went, oh, Jake, you've been promoted. Because <laughs> he was wearing normal clothes. Uh, that's how I knew. Also, this weekend, I went to see um, my favourite band, Arctic Monkeys. Oh. Um, on Friday. I bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh, get you! Whoa. Ben. Is that, is that Arctic Monkeys? That yeah. was a real guess. That was <laughs> fair play. Um, they were, honestly, I've, I, I've fallen in love with William again. Oh, really? I've been a bit iffy about the latest albums, but they're oh. just, he is the coolest man on the planet. Is this Alex Turner? Shocked. Done it again. He's the coolest man on the planet. And do you know why I've got writing a column for Kerrang next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Kerrang's still a thing. Oh, is it not? No. Oh, I'll yeah. bring it back. Okay. Mm. But he's the coolest man on the planet. Oh. Okay. And I've decided it's because he's got an air of mystique about him, so I want to be a bit he's more. He's got an air of mystique. Yeah, I want to be a bit more mysterious. Okay. But what's that wearing black and chic clothes and that? He's great. As opposed to shit clothes. Uh, None taken. Also, um, I want to talk about the etiquette at urinals because you don't use urinals. No, disgusting. So I was there and I was having a wee and this bloke came in and he was a bit posh. He looked quite <laughs> like you. And this happens, right? And any lads that are listening or anybody else that uses urinals, mm. it's always going to happen at the urinals. A little trump sometimes comes out and you just ignore it. Yeah. So this posh guy came in the middle of me and this other lad that was having a wee a bit further down and he farted and he went oh um, ever so sorry about that chaps <laughs> and like ben we burst out laughing <laughs> right so right. i felt bad for laughing if he'd have just farted and not said anything we would have just ignored it it's the fact that he went oh ever so sorry chaps and it's probably one of the funniest things i've ever heard i never felt bad for laughing 
I went, and I was like... And was this at the Arctic Monkeys? Yeah, I went, oh, don't worry, pal, it happens to us all. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Good to know. One thing I do want to ask you... Yes. Uh, ...that was bugging me. In your phone, are your mum and dad in your phone as mother and father? No. Oh. They're in Brian Hanson and Sarah Hanson. That's really? Yeah. Why? Well, I just think it just keeps them in their place. So they're not... Because you never call your mum mum, do you? I call her mummy. But do you, do you call your dad father? Father. But when you're talking, to, when so say like you're downstairs and you want him to bring your charger down, would you shout father? Yeah. Or, well, I wouldn't shout because I. Can don't... you bring my charger down, or would you say dad? Well, I'd just go and walk and ask him. Would you refer to him as father? I mean, I wouldn't ask him for my charger because he wouldn't bring me one because he wouldn't know what it was. Would but you, that's a technological thing. Would you refer, I mean, to be fair, my dad will only chat, but get your own. Yeah, I'd say, Father, can you have, would you like a biscuit? So you do call him Father? Yeah. Mother, would you like a cup of tea? Oh, I could, yeah, mummy or mother. Just always wanted to know that. So, yeah, the, we always help with etiquette on this podcast. If you're a urinal and you fart, just ignore it. Good, that's very much Jordan's department, not urinal etiquette. How's your week been? It's been amazing. Yeah. Already, I mean, at the time of recording, we've only had one day of the week. Yesterday, as you might have seen from my Instagram, I was at Garter Day. So what is Garter Day? Well, I'm glad you asked. Garter Day was the Order of the Garter, which is one of the highest orders of chivalry in this country. And there are only 24 Garter Knights at one time, plus then companion royal uh, knights like the Prince of Wales. Um, sorry to interrupt. Is Tony Blair one now? He is now, I yes. So. I think last year or the year before he was made one. Okay. And it's often former prime ministers, that sort of thing. Um, uh, Baroness Amos, who's who was uh, part of the UN, has been made one. Um, Mary Peters, uh, who was a former Olympian. So Ed, uh, Sir Edmund Hillary, when he was alive, or I think I don't know if he's died yet, but uh, he the first person to climb Everest in Britain, he was made one. Oh. So it's people that have done significant. Did he die on Everest? Things. No, he, no, he's still alive. Because then he was made a Garter Knight. Oh, yeah, oh, so he's okay. still alive. They are made. Uh, Garter Nights and every year at Windsor it was the first week of Ascot we had Ascot last week on the Monday is Garter Day at Windsor Castle where they all dress up in the uh, in the regalia and I thought because you're being made a fellow obviously I needed something too so I've had a word and I'm on the list to be made a member of the Order of the Garter because I think that just significantly tops yours are you actually? no oh. uh, <laughs> how did you wangle an invite to that? Wrangle? Wangle? Wang, yeah, wangle. Wangle. I have a friend who lives at Windsor, and I had a bit of a word, and I got an invitation. I can't say any more. Was you a plus one, or...? No. I had a plus one. I took Luxury Luke. Why didn't you take Mikey? He, it was his first day in his new job, Oh. so he couldn't come. So what? I just had a little chat with my friend. I can't... So, and did you enjoy it? It was amazing. Better than Mary Poppins? Well, no, don't be silly. I mean, if they'd strung up Queen Camilla and flown her across the the roof of St George's Chapel, I might have might have reconsidered. Did you see Queen Camilla? Yes, they were all there. I saw the King, Queen Camilla, uh, Prince and Princess of Wales, Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh, Princess Royal, uh, the Gloucesters. So what did he do? That he just there's a service. So we went to the service of prayer and dedication. Oh, fair play to you. So you they come, and it this. is like being in the television. Because it's in St George's Chapel, which is where Harry and Meghan's wedding, um, usually in Jack Brooks Banks, uh, happened, and obviously the, the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral, and the you know it's that that location, and you are sitting there, and you know 
God Save the King plays, the fanfare starts, and it's like, wow, it's like I'm watching BBC One, but I'm here, and it's great. Oh. We had a lovely time. So How... thank you to my friend, can't say his name, you know, secret, who invited me to Windsor. But also hello to the Junior Divas that came up to me at Windsor Castle. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. In fact, we, um, due, to, uh, due to traffic, we arrived five or ten minutes late, and we were, we were meant to go through the Henry VIII gate. Uh, anyway, and they said, no, this is now closed. You have to go through the other one with all the, all the tourists uh, that were outside. And I wasn't best pleased about that and was making the appropriate noises to Luke. Uh, that, oh, God, we have to go through all the main thing. And as we arrived, hello to the Gene Diva, who went, middle gate, and we went through there. Through the fast How do you know they were Gene Diva? Because they, they said they went hello. I love your podcast. Did they shout Wendy? Does they didn't bomb. shout Wendy? Oh. I was tempted to shout it in the chapel, but I felt I may not have been oh, invited back to God today. Forever, if you yeah. shouted to the king, <laughs> Wendy, what did you do if you turned around and went, "Can I borrow your potato peeler?" <laughs> I just it blows my mind that you seen Gene Divas at Windsor Castle. Yes, was well, it, I, we used to have. Uh, there was someone that was a footman at Buckingham Palace years ago. In fact, in our early days, before we were before we were popular, uh, that used to listen. Just blows my mind because remember when we first started this, it was just literally our friends and family that yeah. listened to it, and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and now we've got Gene. Well, Divas. he had to listen to it. He was the producer. We've also got Gene Devers in such, like I said before, in all walks of life on the writers' room of Coronation Street East End. There's one got you evacuated from that country. Yes. Give you. A tip I mean, off. I wasn't evacuated. Not a, not a child going off to war. I don't know where the joke slide but that one but anyway let's move on <laughs> yeah. but yes it's, anyway I had a lovely day Luke and I had a very nice time uh, I was very grateful to be there why did you tell Luke and not me because oh, it's in like the afternoon and don't you have a job yeah true and I'm not convinced your work would have loved it if you went I'm off for Gar today don't you have a job no <laughs> freelance babe <laughs> you can take it off whenever I like um in other news, how many umbrellas do you own? <laughs> Funnily enough, you ask. Mm. Two. Two. You're a two. Gosh, you're doing well. So, do you know, like, we were just, just, there were a couple of minutes uh, that we were just filling with conversation before you arrived today. And I was chatting with producer Ben and Adam, who is our engineer. I was late again today. I'm so sorry. And you were so late that we got on to how many umbrellas do you own chat. Um, and... <laughs> Producer Ben does not own an umbrella. Not a single umbrella. Adam won. And that he and his girlfriend share. Yeah. I mean, I don't know they don't whether one of them stays at home when it's raining, the other one goes out. You have two. I have six. <laughs> Up until about two months ago, I had none. Oh, for so God's sake. So I also didn't own an umbrella. So I, I bought one from Boots because it was pissing it down one day is it a big one or a small one just a small one that fits yeah. in a bag and then i found one recently that the old owners had left in my house so technically it's not where mine. did you find that it was behind the um dryer okay bras and umbrellas left behind in your house there's something for everyone was there a bra left behind oh yeah there's a whole feature on your radio show yeah i mean they weren't left behind they were posted there. oh i see oh fine okay yeah, I can't, I can't, I mean... You I can't, have them I all in a little umbrella stand as well. We like, have an entire stand in the hallway. Yeah, William's always like the entrance of a hotel. Just loves a little... Oh, I pinched one from a hotel. Right. And then left it in work and that got nicked again. Naughty. Have you ever stolen an umbrella? No. Oh, I do all the time. Do you have a favourite <laughs> umbrella out of the two? No. Because oh, Adam asked me if I have a favourite umbrella and I do. Yeah, it's your Mary Poppins one. Correct, yes. In fact, I have two Mary Poppins. I have one from 
uh, film yeah. one and film two, for those that want to know. Anyway, that's Umbrella Chat. Um, should we go into your jolly joke of the week? Oh, is it my jolly joke of the week? Yeah, because I did etiquetology last week. All right. And oh. we now need a jolly joke of the week. Okay. Um, I've got this sent in by a Gene Diva. Let me find it. It was... This was from uh, Brooke Miller. Brooke Miller. She sent me this on Instagram. Two nuns were on the bicycles on their way to the church. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. It's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. This one from uh, Brooke Miller. Thank you, Brooke. G- G- oh, I'm, sorry, I'm interrupting you again. No, I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 you go on. Uh, she's Gene Divas. this on Instagram. Two nuns are on their bicycles on the way to church. One says to the other, Are you sure we're going the right way? I've never come this way before. The other nun replies, It's probably the cobblestones. <laughs> Why do they have to be nuns? <laughs> Also, she sent this one. What do you call a nun on a bike? I don't know. A virgin mobile. <laughs> Sorry to any nuns listening. Oh, yeah. I've got loads of nuns that live near me, and they're lovely. I had butted one on the tube, I know remember? you did, yes. It could have been the one that lives near you. I didn't do well, it there's on not purpose. one that lives near me. There's a, there's a whole um, sisterhood, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> nunnery. <laughs> no, it's not called a nunnery. It's, it's a, called a nunnery. No, it's a com- convent. Convent. But I also think nunnery is acceptable. Have you got a, com- a, a nunnery next to you? Oh, not next should... to me, but near no, me. We should do an episode from Get there. thee to a nunnery. I love Sister Act as well. <laughs> we went I'm... to see it last summer. We, yeah, well, you did. Yeah, well, we did separately. Mm. Yeah. In fact, I was listening to it on the way in today, actually. Of course you this is from Anonymous. Hi, William and Jordan. I was listening to a recent episode when you brought up friendships, and it made me realise that I've never had a big friendship group. I'm in my mid-40s, which has a rogue apostrophe, married and have been for 20-plus years, and sometimes things can feel lonely. Sorry, I feel, sorry, feel bad now. I've got a new management job, and I manage the old team I used to work with. My question is, as a manager, what are the rules on socialising with your team outside of work? We have similar interests, including the podcast, and I get on with them. But now I'm their manager, I'm wondering if socialising is a no-no. Many thanks, Anonymous. This is a great question, because some managers will be like, no, absolutely not, work's work, pleasure's pleasure. But then if you get on with them, I think you've just got to set boundaries, haven't you? Yeah, I think it becomes problematic when there is an, let's call it an HR issue. 
or they you know one of your employees or or um reports uh, as they're now called does something wrong and then of course you've you've created friendly barriers and maybe they expect a different treatment mm. because you're their friend and actually you have to look at them uh for, as a as a boss or as a manager so it can be problematic but I think I think the world of work is changing, and I think you can be friendly and go out for drinks yeah. and socialise. But I think there is a line. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't suggest crossing it. I think it's one ma- of the reasons we've stopped seeing Ben. I think. Well, I was just going to say, like, I am as the leader of this podcast. I I still <laughs> carry on socialise with you and Ben and Stuart and everyone else outside the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I? So I think a, a manager's fine. Is it? I think, yeah, I mean, it depends on your line of work and how mm, delineated God, it, it is. It could be tricky, because then if you're spending more time with someone outside of work, other colleagues might get jealous. And... I think, yeah, I think the man, if a manager, if I was a manager and I was inviting my team out, you have to sort of go, rather than going, I'm going to take person A out for drinks, you have to take the, invite the entire team, because otherwise it can look like favouritism. Yeah, yeah. So I think, Anonymous, if you are going to do that, you have to extend it to your entire team, rather than going... Sophie and Sarah were going out for drinks, for example. It has got to be everyone. Not everyone may come, but at least if they're invited, it's less problematic. Okay. Next one. That's my advice. This is from another anonymous, but they've put a kiss. Hello, William Jordan, EPB and Diego. I could use your help with chatting someone up at my local swimming pool. Oh. I'm in the middle wait for Jordan's speedo joke I'm in the middle of a swimming challenge to raise money for my favourite charity so I've been spending a lot of time at my local pool this afternoon I saw the most beautiful man he was tall dark and hairy just my type we exchanged friendly smiles and I was trying to pluck up the courage to chat Mikey with him hairy. not my type no. uh, but I missed my chance we just swam past each other for 30 minutes until he got out of the pool. How can I strike up a conversation in a swimming pool? Or is it best avoided in case he's not interested and I have to continue swimming in the pool for the rest of the month? Do you have any good swimming pool chat-up lines to help break the ice? Any guidance is appreciated. Yours faithfully, Anonymous. Just, it's, it's, it's the, ob- it, 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 it takes a big step through. It's just small talk. Good swim today. Yeah, well, but do you do that in the water or in the changing room? Afterwards, if you see them, and if they strike up a conversation with you, and you get the you get the vibe, then go for it. Mm. Then maybe next time you see them, or even on the same chat, say, "Well, do you want to swap numbers? Mm. Yeah, do you want to go for a coffee sometime? Do you want to go for a drink? Yeah, you've, like, got, you've got a lovely breaststroke. Yes, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, your bulge looks great in your trunks. I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> I also don't know with this. I don't know what the genders are here. No, it doesn't matter. Because obviously changing rooms, if you're separate genders, you probably will be in separate changing rooms. And so thus you have less chance to have conversation. But I think when you're swimming, I don't think swimming, even if even if you and I went swimming and we know each other, I don't want to have a chat with you as I swim. Yeah, but afterwards when you're drying and stuff and outside, just say something like, good swim today. How was it? Oh, how was it today? How was the chlorine for you? Yeah. It was a bit cold today, weren't it? Oh, it's busy today, isn't it? I can it? see that. Yeah. <laughs> Just something, you, you don't want to go with the cheesy chat up lines. Just, no. And then you'll get the vibe from them. If, if they chat you back, they might like be friendly. But yeah, go for it. Let's know how you get on. Definitely strike up a conversation with them. I know it takes a lot of balls to do it and guts, but see how it goes. And there. if you are seeing them regularly at the swimming baths, then I think you say, something, you say something like, oh, you know, hi, nice to see you. You can start the conversation like that. Start the 
rather than sort of going from zero to chat up line, mm. you could at least just say, hi, how are you? Good week? That sort of thing. And then see what signals you get back. And if they're avoiding eye contact with you, then maybe, you know. What do they call the outdoor ones down here? Hampstead. No, the swimming pools. Lidos. Lidos. Yeah. I'd do you ne- not have Lidos in the north? No, because they, in the north, they probably just, after a week, they'd just be full of shopping trolleys or something. I don't know. But no, they, I, they might do. They might have them up north. They might have, but we don't call them Lidos. Oh, I don't know. This might be another egg round pan situation. So I'm not even going there. <laughs> Let us know if there's any Lidos north of Birmingham. There probably, there will be. In Burnley, in St. James's Park, we had a, an outdoor paddling pool. Yeah, but did you call it a Lido? No, we just called it an outdoor paddling pool. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ben has just come up with the idea that we could role-play this because, uh, Jordan, potentially, you could role-play as tall, dark and hairy. Well, I'm not tall. No. Um, <laughs> and thanks to Laser Hair, you're not that hairy. Okay. Shall we role-play But you be this? that character. All right, I- Ben, just get your trunk sort of bag a sec. <laughs> right, I'll, okay. Should we role-play? Yeah, all right. All right I'm going to change room. <laughs> Good swim. Yeah, not too bad. How about you? Yeah, it was good today. Not too busy, actually. No. Water was a bit cold. Was it? Yeah. Not from where I'm standing. (laughs) No. No. I think the spin dryer's broken. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, you should report that. Yeah. Do you, uh, you going, what? You're you're saying come on, but I'm just going in slowly, as it were. You, uh, you up to much today? Uh, just gonna... Uh, got to go into work after this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you got to go far? Yeah. Um, uh, just a couple of stops on the, uh, on the on the train. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You going home to anyone later? <laughs> uh, no. 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 Do you fancy coming in my deep end? <laughs> you are in the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's anonymous. That is not what to do. Okay. Go on, you got a thing of rubber pun. Would you like to heavy pet it? No, you no. I think we've. I think oh, we've. There's just been like a tweet that's been sent in that you might want to look at in the, um, the WhatsApp group for Jordan. Oh, there's a tweet that's been sent in in the WhatsApp group from Jenny Eclair. Oh, Jenny Eclair. Yes, Jenny Eclair, who you went to go and see the live show, and someone tweeted Jenny Eclair, uh, Kate Yorkie tweeted to say, Jenny Eclair, the podcast live show got a mention on Sex and My Boss from Jordan North, who came to see the show last weekend. And Jenny Eclair has just replied, saying, I shall deaf listen. I was told he was in. Judith's daughter was gobsmacked. Cheers. <laughs> well, there we go. Honestly, I felt like Paul Dark in that thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> the youngest in there. I wish you were, Aidan Turner. I was... <laughs> Honestly, that's the young. I was the youngest in there. There's no. Well, I, th- you know, they they, they were a... great, by the way. They're, I know uh, you it's, said. it's a fantastic podcast. It really is, and right. um, yeah, you could learn a thing or two. Oh, sorry, we could learn a thing or two. Bet you, Judith Holder turns up on time. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I knew you'd get that in. Don't, because you know I hate being late. I know. I hate being late, but I hate being late for you. <laughs> How about Ben? 
Yeah, with him, but you mainly. Okay, this is from Alice with a Y. Hi, Alice William. with a Y? Yeah, Alice. I How would a... you spell it with a Y? Like that, A-L-Y-S. Oh. With a Y and an S, actually. Sorry, I should have said. I thought that was... I had oh. a girl at school that had that spelling. Mm. Hi, William and Jordan. Whilst I was at university, my housemates and I used to compete to find the weirdest porn videos and send them to each other. Can I just stop you there? You gave me a flashback from my barbecue. Um... Dan from Chicago, my friend. Yeah. Brought Jack, his friend. Oh, was he round? Yeah, he was in London. Chicago to Ipswich Dan? Yeah. Uh, Essex Dan. Essex Dan, that's And I said to his friend, oh, how are you? I'm Jordan. He went, oh, I'm Jack. He went, we've met before. I went, oh, have we? He went, yeah, we met at uni. We made you watch Two Girls, One Cup and you were sick everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, I completely forgot about that. And he's like, yeah, you were like... And he said, when everyone said you were faking it on... In the castle, <laughs> I was saying to everyone, No, he, he was sick at uni as well. We made him watch two girls one. And he was like, Do you remember you were sick in that big bin? I was like, Yeah, anyway, carry on. She tells you everything you need to know. Disgusting video. I had just got a new MacBook Air and was setting it up at home when I received a cracking video via Messenger of some geriatrics. Honestly, these people were probably in their 80s and 90s doing sexual acts in bondage gear. Later that day, I went to one of the university libraries near me when I realised I would have to get my new laptop set up to the university internet system. I stopped and asked the librarian if she could help me. I handed her my laptop, and as she opened it, the screen of OAPs performing sexual acts was still up. No! Red face, she closed down the window and carried on. Meanwhile, I proceeded to explain that this is a common occurrence in my house and we send each other these sorts of videos. Because the library was silent, the entire ground floor heard me explain why I had granny porn on my laptop. Is there any way to recover from this best wishes alice um no no <laughs> no is the answer to why that would question. you send each other porn it's an odd thing it look it, that was bound to happen alice i would that is like sticking your finger in a plug you know what's going to happen it's going to happen at some point it happened yeah yeah i think you've only got yourself to blame luckily alice obviously university it's probably three or four years if you go to scotland you're going to move and you're never going to have to see them again. That poor library, library. But maybe, can yeah. I suggest to two housemates, and you, Alice, don't do that. Yes. <laughs> Stop sending each other porn. Because it's weird on many levels. <laughs> Granny porn. This last one is from Paul. Hi, William and Jordan. I don't know if I can trust my dad anymore. When I was 10, I had a Jack Russell called Flash. One day I came home from school and my dad sat me down to explain that we no longer had Flash. He went on to say that whilst he was mowing the lawn, a boy and his parents passed our house. Flash, being the friendly dog he was, jumped on the boy's knee and started playing with him. After chatting to the parents for a bit, he was told the boy had an incurable illness and it was hard for him to find joy. Seeing the boy so happy playing with Flash, my dad told the family they could keep him as they needed him more than we did. My dad then said, you got your bike, you can play and run with your mates. Things this boy couldn't. I agreed that Flash would bring more joy to the boy whilst wiping the tears from my face. Fast forward 20 years and I was watching a TV programme with my parents when a dog came on the screen that looked like Flash. I said, "Ee, he looks like Flash. He's put E here. I wonder how he got on with that boy. My dad started laughing and explained that there was no boy and that he had made up the entire story because they had had to put Flash to sleep. Both parents were in hysterics at this point, in disbelief I hadn't figured it out sooner. The thing is, it was such a touching story and my dad was so convincing. I now don't know if I can ever trust him again, uh, knowing how good a liar he is. Should I just forgive him for trying to spare my feelings as a ten-year-old? From Paul. 
Paul, something similar happened to me with our first dog, Claret. Okay. She was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. She was beautiful. She was lovely. lovely. Mm. And they get bad Sounds necks, it. it's not. But um, she kept, how can I put this? She kept like biting my brothers. So Your brothers what? Like just like snapping at them oh, and I stuff. See. She had quite a bad temperament. Did she snap at you? Mm, not, not that I can recall. Okay. And my mum told me that um, Claret had been taken to a big farm and that she was like running around on this big farm. I was about 14 when she told me this. And I remember watching some on telly and they were like, oh yeah, when your mum and dad say she's been to a farm, she went, they've not. So I think that my mum reassured me that she wasn't put down, but she was actually just given to another family in Burnley. <laughs> and I remember. I don't know what's worse. I'll never trust you again. Okay. I, I think the fact that they laughed at you. I, yeah, I mean, you know. You wait until they're on life support. I mean, you can have the last laugh. I think you just need to learn to get over this. And remember, you did get a bike out of it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is the sort of thing that you could talk to a therapist about, Paul. Mm. I took my dog to a vet and he picked him up. This is a joke. No. He picked him up. He had a look at him. He went, I'm going to have to put him down. I went, why? He's only got an ear infection. He went, no, he's really heavy. (laughs) I love the fact I know when you've started a joke. <laughs> Nothing worse than when you're telling jokes and goes, is this a joke? Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, Paul, I'm sorry about that. Your parents are... Uh, well, just don't trust anything they say, basically. That's... No, just just go to... Maybe take them to therapy. Can you yeah, go to parental therapy? You can have couples therapy. I mean, it's basically what everyone only talks about. Basically what yeah. it is, isn't it? But Paul, I would say, I don't know if you have children, but maybe if you are going to have children or you have godchildren, there will come a point in your life where suddenly you go, ah, mm. my parents were right. Yeah. And I suspect that might be coming. When I do eventually go to therapy and they suggest the day I bring my mum and dad in. I don't think you bring your parents I in. I think you can in some. It's not show wrong. and tell. I, I think we should film that. Right. Because, you know, like when you have interventions and stuff. Yes. And I just think... Maybe we do that on stage in Benidorm, because I, I believe Wendy and Graham are coming. They are coming. I just could just imagine my mum in a therapist's office in London. <laughs> Don't you turn your nose up at me, you snotty bitch. That kind of thing. <laughs> Four kids, single mum. You weren't single. Well, he was away all the time. Useless he were. It'd be great. Uh, anyway, right. What's happening on our Amazon Music exclusive priority boarding episode, Jordan? Um, I can tell you that we're talking about airport etiquette. Oh. For all the potential winners and for William to listen to, especially. What do you mean for William to listen to? I'm the etiquette coach. Mm, My saying. job. Uh, you can download the Amazon Music app to listen ad free and make sure you follow the show so you don't miss our Diva Espana episodes. We're doing special bonus episodes on there, so you can listen on there. Indeed. Now, always remember, you can listen uh, to us every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Sundays and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address for that is on the website sextedmyboss.com. See you on Friday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.